0: One, two, three.
1: Welcome to Highest Potential with Dr. Steve Pettit, a podcast that explores how Bob Jones University empowers individuals to reach their highest potential for God's glory.
0: Well, welcome back to my office for a brand new episode of this podcast. The semester has really begun with a super fast start. And so we want to pick up this podcast after a summer break. Uh, Part of it was just because of the uniqueness of the time in which we're living with with today with the COVID-19. So I'm just excited to talk to you more through this venue. And I'm very excited to introduce our new student host for the year, Sarah Rumpf. Sarah, how are you today?
1: Great. How are you doing? I'm
0: doing awesome. Tell us about yourself.
1: Yeah, so I'm a senior communications major with a business minor from Massachusetts. And I am so looking forward to co-hosting this podcast and sharing a student's perspective of what life at Bob Jones looks like.
0: Yes, and I know I know a lot of people are very interested, especially with college students today. And so we're just really excited to have you here with us. We're going to publish a little bonus episode where I chat with you more in depth about your college career, how you got to Bob Jones University, and what what you've experienced. And uh, where can the listeners listen to this bonus episode?
1: That episode, along with our other episodes, will be located on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other app our listeners find and listen to their podcasts. For those who are new to podcasts, those are apps that you can download to your smartphone. They make it convenient to listen in your car while you're working out or while you're doing other chores. Through those apps, you are able to subscribe for free so that you can never miss an episode. Many of you listen on today.bju.edu, so you can continue to do that as well.
0: Thank you, Sarah, so much. Well, on today's episode, I thought it would be really a great idea to highlight one of the most important programs here at Bob Jones University, and that is the BJU Seminary. Uh, I was privileged to come here as a student and studied here, receiving my master's degree. And uh, it has been used to affect thousands of people who have gone into the ministry. So today I'm chatting with Dr. Neil Cushman, who is our new dean of the seminary. We're talking about the history and the of the seminary and its new initiatives. And I do also want to encourage you to stick around after the interview, because Sarah and I will discuss how it is that we're having a great semester so far here at the university, despite the COVID-19 situation. All right, here's the interview. Well, I'd like to welcome you today to our uh, podcast, Highest Potential, here at Bob Jones University. I'm Steve Pettit, president here of the university. And it is my delight to have today Dr. Neil Cushman, who is the leader at our Bob Jones University Seminary, at BJU Seminary. Neil, thank you for being with us today.
2: It is awesome to be with you.
0: Well, for many of you uh, who are aware of Bob Jones University, uh, you will know that we have had a seminary here for many years training uh, ministers of the gospel and servants of the gospel to go out into the world. Uh, I personally am a graduate of Bob Jones University Seminary. I, I love the training that I received here. And of course, many of you know that since I've been in the, the president, uh, our seminary leader was Dr. Sam Horn, who is now currently uh, the new president at the Master's University and Seminary in California. And so uh, Neil was working with Sam and is now leading the seminary. And so uh, Neil, we're just really thrilled to have you. We, what we want to do today is just really talk about the BJU Seminary, and along with that, where Bob Jones University is today and training ministers of the gospel and servants of the gospel, uh, we, we have a full undergraduate program here at the university, but uh, I want to speak specifically about the seminary. I came to the seminary uh, when I graduated from college in 1978 because of the seminary itself, and I wanted the training here. So uh, let's begin. First of all, uh, Neil, just tell us a little bit about the history of the
2: BJU Seminary. Before I do that, I just want to add to what you said. I'm a graduate as well, uh, both the undergrad uh, ministry program and the graduate uh, program. So, so it's, it's quite a privilege to be able to come back and serve my alma mater. Uh, what, B.J. has a long history of training uh, ministers of the gospel, both men and, and women, and the school has offered graduate studies since nineteen thirty two and that eventually morphed into a a full seminary and uh so we um we have been uh training men and women in the seminary we have we have about about forty percent of our seminary are 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 women so we're we're we we believe and we're committed to their training as well as to to men of course our are, um we're very passionate about preaching and mm. we believe that that um uh, men are to be the, the the preachers and so uh we we try our best to to give them a a solid footing that's very practical that's church oriented that that um, equips them well to go out and And to be able to face the challenges that they have. There's just so many challenges today. You can't possibly cover that all in your curriculum, but you're trying to give them the tools that are necessary to be able to to do that. And the emphasis
0: here, you know, seminaries, there there are many seminaries in the United States and and obviously a lot of good ones. Uh, Seminaries have particular emphases, particular focus. What would you say is the primary focus of the BJU seminary?
2: If if you talk to any of our professors and you could go even to the retirees we have a a long tradition of emphasizing biblical theology of mm-hmm. uh, beginning with exposition and and looking at the unfolding of scripture and developing a a biblical theology. And when it comes to systematic theology, um, we of course study that as as well. But we, but we we are very careful about observing the tension that occurs uh, between things that don't seem like they go together. At least we do. we're not often able in in cases to harmonize those things. Uh, so. So I, I think it would be biblical theology would probably be the, the thing that that um we would emphasize in, in terms of of preparation. Of course, we're we're known for biblical languages as well. We have a very, very strong biblical Greek and Hebrew uh program. Um and uh preaching is a really big uh, deal to us. Uh, biblical counseling, of course, is is important. We believe in the sufficiency of Scripture. Those would, those would be some some key themes for us.
0: Yeah, then that that would be consistent. When I was here as a student, and uh, <clears throat> found that the education was robust, it was challenging. Um, I walked away with incredible professors and teachers. Who modeled and lived it out. So, tell us a bit of, a bit of, about the faculty of the BJU Seminary.
2: Oh, they're they're just they're fantastic. Um, I I really feel like my role is to talk about them and and to to help students to be able to get into our programs and and sit under their tutelage because they are just. Um amazing people mm. uh, all of them are involved in their local churches. Uh, a number of them are pastors but but those that aren't pastors they're they're very active and in, in the in teaching roles in the church and and other in their are authors. They are authors as well. Um, we um we 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 have emphasized writing, and so in the last twenty years, our faculty, and it's not a it's not a huge faculty, but they've 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 written and published forty books, and they're continuing to to do so i'm I'm hearing all the time about the the progress that they're making they're They're writing um, journal articles and book reviews and just all kinds of things uh, that that uh, speak into uh, the church right. and, and the things that the church is facing.
0: Well, tell us a little bit uh, about some of the the uh, key program, not key programs, the key majors that
2: we have in our seminary. Uh, the well, that we we have a number of things that that um, students can choose, and and um, just to kind of start with the the most popular programs, the Master of Divinity is our kind of our bread and butter mm. uh, program. Uh, we we get more people into the master of divinity than than any other area
0: and master divinity uh for those that may or may not know uh is a 90 95 hours
2: it, it's actually we've reduced it down to 87 okay. actually so, so it's a little kinda, bit
0: it's a little bit like a a guy wants to be a doctor and he goes to med school for it's three years exactly, it's sort of very similar
2: exactly yeah. it gives you the broad training that you need you get the languages you get um, church history, you get exposition, you get homiletics, you get um, um, biblical theology, systematic theology. Exactly, you get all those all those areas, so that you're you're pretty well equipped to 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 go into some type of pastoral ministry, in particular. But but we actually have uh, um, we have concentrations that make it possible for. Uh, some of our women too, you, we we have an, a master of divinity. It's not a preaching uh, program, but a, in biblical counseling, for right. instance. So so we have some women who are are taking that, and we're we're glad for that. They're they're getting really well trained to be to be able to be biblical counselors.
0: So you would say MDiv and biblical counseling are the two. Those
2: are those are our top um, programs, but we also offer doctoral. Uh, programs. We've got a doctor of ministry. We've got a a PhD in New Testament, PhD in Old Testament, and also one in biblical and systematic theology. We've got a master of arts degree in ministry studies and church planting and revitalization. Uh, We also have um, a focus on, on Bible translation which is kind of a unique thing that I think most seminaries don't have because we've got a full-fledged linguistic department at Bob Jones University so they they participate in the training of our of our linguists of wow. our of our Bible translators so we're really really thankful about that uh we um we we we've, we've got some new things that we're doing this fall we've got a a new master of arts degree in apologetics wonderful uh, eric newton is leading that program and it's it's um it is just power packed with theology and 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 speaking into this culture in in persuasive ways hmm. um we um we're starting a doctor ministry and in, in biblical counseling so you can you can go all the way through a doctorate in in biblical counseling at Bob Jones now but then but also we serve lay people we've got a a grad certificate in in biblical counseling we also have a grad certificate in teaching bibles so so this serves the the uh, the person in the church who's teaching adults or teens and they they just feel like their teaching isn't at the level that they want it to be. So they take 12 credits of classes and they can really, really enhance their, their understanding of Scripture. So tell us a
0: little bit about, um, you know, obviously today because of the nature of, uh, of technology, uh, most schools have online programs. And at Bob Jones University, uh, we have uh, a very robust online program. Through our center called Scope, with the School for Continuing Online and Professional Education. Uh, so, tell us a little bit about the online
2: uh, opportunities for people. Yeah, we we um, we have a very active online program. Uh, we have we have uh, four degrees that are are one hundred percent. Uh, online as well as also offered in residence.
0: And those four degrees are
2: we've we've it's the Master of Divinity mm-hmm. that that which is that's a you know a lot of classes that we've developed in that area. Uh, the the MA in Biblical Counseling, the grad certificate in biblical Biblical Counseling, and a Master of Arts degree in Biblical Studies. Biblical Studies is it's a non-language program, but it's a really really nice packaged. Um, program of, of 30 37 credits that you can uh, gain understanding about the scripture if you don't have a master's degree that's a really nice place to start and uh, how many students do we actually have in our grad program at Bob Jones we the they count last semester was 414 uh, students and we um, we have a great student body these, These, uh, they're wonderful people and they're, they're out there serving the Lord. I just talked with a guy, he's, he's a distance student in, in Arizona and he's a chaplain in the army. And he was just telling me about the, the, the ministry that he's in right now. He's in a, a class on addictions and he, he deals with this all the time in his ministry. And just to, just to hear what the Lord is giving him to do is so challenging. And we have a lot of students. uh, That that pretty much describes our student body.
0: Now, one of the things that has always been uh, unique about the university are our international students who have actually come studied here. And there are literally Bible colleges all over the world that were founded by BJU graduates. And so tell us about the... Current international
2: makeup of our of our seminary. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Twenty percent of our of our uh, seminary student body are uh, from various countries around the world, and that 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 just really helps um, everyone to be able to to have a sense of the the need in the world. You know when you're you're sitting there in class and and the person on your right hand side is from Korea and the person on the left is from Uganda and mm-hmm. you know just it really has uh, a an international flavor to it and and it's and it's opened a lot of opportunities for our students too to be able to go to some of these places um, uh, to to be able to to serve so we're really. Happy for the um, international flavor that we have there.
0: It's really wonderful. Um, during the course of a school year, the seminary has uh,
2: various uh, special events or conferences. Tell us about some of those. In the fall, we we do a a lecture series. It's you know it it's a little more academic, I suppose, than what we do in the spring. But but it's called the Stuart Custer lecture series. I think we've we've had a lot of wonderful professors through the history of the school but Stuart Custer kind of stands out as as a very special man who knew the scriptures like nobody I ever met and and uh, so we we tried to- I had him I had him actually for four classes <laughs> I had him for methods of bible
0: exposition 1 and 2 the book of the revelation and actually a course he did called The Evangelist and His Evangelism. And they were all graduate level classes and they were all life changing classes. So we wanted to honor Dr. Custer just as a as an outstanding theologian and professor. And so the series has, as you mentioned, more of an uh, of an academic. A
2: approach little bit more. I mean, last last fall, we we the topic was the Christian and a and, and politics. Right. And, and it was great. You know, we had a lot of people come to that, pastors, of course, the seminary students come and undergraduate students come. So that's, that's a, a one-day event. Uh, it's in three sessions. But then in the spring, we do a, a full conference. It's called Core Conference, which is uh, Connect, Renew, and Equip and in that conference we try to address the topics of the day and we try to bring people in we use our own people as well to address those particular topics we we tackled addictions mm-hmm. last year the 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 year before that we attack we we um addressed sexuality and gender mm-hmm. so um the things that are
0: very current today that uh, leaders are looking for sound biblical
2: answers yes and we've i mean the the conference is growing we and and not only do the do we have a lot of outside guests but our students are are very much involved in in going to these sessions
0: yeah so we'll have eight hundred to a thousand attendees
2: that's That's exactly what we have.
0: And they're really great conferences. Well, I know uh, people that are listening today are going to be interested in getting information uh, online. So uh, here are a couple of websites to go to. First of all, is seminary.bju.edu. And that is a full uh, website for the BJU Seminary, seminary seminary.bju.edu. And then our online program is through... Uh, the, the website is scope, S-C-O-P-E, scope.bju.edu, scope.bju.edu. Either way, you can go online in both of these uh, locations and you can get information on the seminary, uh, the offerings, the course offerings, and uh, all that's going on. Well, I, I'm just thrilled that you were able to be with us today, Neil. And uh, we're, we're very excited about the seminary. Uh, they have regular chapel uh, during the week. Uh, it's always exciting to see the young men and the young ladies who are preparing to go out and to do what Bob Jones University has always done the best, and that is to train servants of the Lord to serve the local church throughout the world. And so thank you for your time today. Thank you that I could come and speak. And I really, really appreciate it and look forward to what God's going to do at the BJU Seminary this year. Boy, I really appreciate Dr. Cushman taking the time to stop by. I'm so thrilled with our seminary. We have grown this year 23% in our enrollment, and uh, we have tripled over the last three years in our new students coming in. So we're just really excited about God uh, calling young men and young ladies into the ministry. Well, we're back here with Sarah, and our discussion is about giving our listeners an update on how this still young semester is going. And so Sarah, from a student's perspective, are you and the other students, are they enjoying the semester so far? having to live with the protocols. Tell us about it.
1: Yeah, so I am thrilled to be back on campus, and I think other students are as well. Uh, The atmosphere around here is just so enthusiastic and thankful to be back on campus, um, which I love being back here. It's so nice to see friends and to see professors and to be in class. Uh, I'm just so thankful for that.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting to me that the enthusiasm level is super high in spite of the restrictions that the students are having to go through. So tell us about uh, the protocols that we're having to follow here.
1: Yeah, so every day we're asked to fill out a, a health screening and they ask us questions about whether we've been diagnosed with COVID, Um, and if we're experiencing any of the symptoms. And they give a list of the symptoms. And also, Bob Jones has provided us with a thermometer where we're able to take our temperature every day. Mm. And so that's nice. So you can just self-monitor yourself. You know, okay, I have a fever. Okay, probably should go to the healthcare center and get that checked out.
0: And so actually, uh, we have students who, as they monitor themselves, if they get concerned, they go to the student health service. And so we've had students who, because of this, have been tested for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So uh, it seems like the protocols are working.
1: They certainly are. Um, I just think of friends from other schools and their cases are um, rising, and Bob Jones, we're doing great so far. Uh,
0: so ter- uh, Sarah, tell us how how do, how do the 4W is going. We, we set those up for our students, which means to wash your hands, watch your distance, wear a mask, and wash or clean down your surface, wash your surfaces. So um, obviously they're fairly simple, but they're still restrictive. So where do students have to wear masks?
1: Yeah, so we're asked to wear masks um, in any academic buildings um, or in places that you can't socially distance. Um, And so, you know, in dorms, you know, throughout the hallways, uh, we're wearing masks just to, you know, maintain that. That healthcare safety and
0: so they everybody seems to be compliant.
1: It seems to be going really well, and I think that just speaks more to the student body wanting to be here. Mm-hmm.
0: And it appears like that that the colleges that are following these protocols uh, that the issues are not so much in the classroom, but it's really outside of class, um, off campus parties, and that kind of thing. Tell us, how do you how do you sense the students are following this, you know, as a whole? You know, of course, Bob Jones is a smaller campus. We realize that. So we have a little over 2,500 here on campus. So how are they handling it outside of class?
1: Yeah. So, you know, this year we have those pickleball courts and every night I go by and students are using them. And I think students are just getting outside more, getting active and Um, not congregating in large areas and large groups. So
0: the, so the, if I could say the extracurricular activity Mm -hmm. is mostly outdoors, doing a lot of activities, um, you know, reasonably careful about social distancing.
1: Yeah. And also, you know, in Greenville, in town, you know, you're not, you can't, you know, gather large groups of people. Uh, You can't necessarily you know they're asking to wear masks and that's just the protocol in Greenville as well.
0: So so right now the overall spirit of the campus is what?
1: Enthusiastic and very compliant to the 4 Ws.
0: And wanting to get through the semester. Absolutely. And yeah, we that, that's just pretty much the heartbeat it seems like of all of our professors and I and I think I think our students uh, have a concern for their teachers. They they want them to be healthy as well. So looking forward to the semester uh, with the students going through, what, what are some of the things students are excited about, opportunities we have this semester?
1: Yeah, so I think students are, well, I'm a senior, so I'm looking forward to the senior picnic that's coming up this month. Um, and I think students are excited for the start of the uh, Bruin seasons, and we're excited about uh, just getting back into the swing of things, hanging out with our societies and our friends, and just catching up after long five months.
0: Yeah, so let's let's just say a word about the Bruins. Uh, we we are having uh, our sports teams play. We have a shorter season, uh, but there are two universities up in the upstate of South Carolina that have intercollegiate sports. Who are those two schools?
1: It is Clemson University and, most importantly, Bob Jones Bob University. Jones University.
0: So we don't have as many games, but we have, I think, four home soccer matches for the ladies and then four home soccer matches for the men. Do you think the students are going to come out? I think so. Well, we're excited. And we'll socially distance at the games. Absolutely. Uh, there'll be stickers on on the benches where people can sit. Uh, but we're, our students, most everything on campus is just students. And tell us about the discipleship groups how they're going this year
1: yeah so so discipleship groups this year are on tuesdays and thursdays and we're meeting throughout campus Um, and so my group for instance we're meeting in a science classroom Uh, we're socially distanced we're wearing our masks and um, it's nice to just meet uh, multiple times through the week and get to know each other more and then also have that discipleship aspect as well
0: and then and of course, then you have your society meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, ladies and men have them on different days because yes, of yep. social distancing. Great. Well, uh, I've I've just been as the president have been just so um, encouraged by our student body. I, I think they're the greatest group of kids in the world, and they they are um, excited. They're grateful. Um, they're compliant, and uh, and yet they 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 they're doing it not because it's a rule. Or regulation. They're doing it because the motivation is they, they want to be here and they want Absolutely. to finish school. So, yeah. Well, we're very excited about uh, what God's going to do. And so I'm looking forward to seeing you back here next week.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Highest Potential with Steve Pettit. Don't forget to find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next week.